Well, we have a follow-up question to episode 1269. Uh, in that episode, we talked about fantasy sports gambling, specifically related to DraftKings and FanDuel, prompting this question from a listener named Preston. Hello, Pastor John. I listened to your episode where you discussed your thoughts on sports gambling being sinful. You said the system itself was evil and made the case that $50 contributed to a well-invested stock fund could yield a 230000 future value over many years, and this would be a wiser use of the $50. My question is that if you invest the $50 into a stock fund instead, aren't you somewhat subscribing to unknown risk in the same way that you are with educated, not random, sports gambling? This creates the question of how do we as Christians determine what the appropriate level of risk is with investing our dollar? Secondly, how can we trust that the investment industry is not also a system of evil in the same way sports gambling is? How can we trust that our dollar return from an investment has not been earned in a crooked or sinful fashion in the same way a dollar from the sports gambling institution would be? Mr. John, what would you say to Preston? Let's take Preston's two questions one at a time. First, he asks, if you invest the $50 a week into a stock fund instead, aren't you somewhat subscribing to unknown risk in the same way that you are with an educated, not random sports gambling? Now, if if Preston had asked if there is some risk involved in investing money in a stock market or security of some kind, I would have simply said yes. But notice what he actually asked. He asked, if you invest $50 in a stock fund instead, are you somewhat subscribing to unknown risk in the same way that you are with an educated, not random sports gambling? And the answer to that is no, no. There is always risk, no matter what you do with your money. You can bury it, and it'll rot, maybe. You can hide it in the house, and the house may burn down. You can put it in the bank, the banks may fail, and the government that insures it may fail. Put it in stocks with differing philosophies of principal protection, and, and they all may go bankrupt. So yes, there is no escaping risk when it comes to money in this world, or for that matter, doing anything in this world. <laughs> But when we ask whether gambling is risking in the same way as investing, the answer is no, for several reasons. Number one, because investing means letting another person use your money for enterprises that you believe contribute to the common good, while gambling means supporting a system that is counterproductive to the common good and especially destructive for the poor. Number two, Investing is not usually an all-or-nothing kind of risk. You may lose part of what you invest and pull out, while gambling ordinarily is all is lost or something is gained. And three, investing lets you choose your degree of risk with greater clarity and probability than most gambling does. So there's at least three differences. But let me let me back up. And say that when I was answering that question from which he was quoting about the sinful waste of 20 to $50 a week on gambling with fantasy sports, my allusion to putting money away uh, for 20 years and or 30 years and having $230,000 to buy a house with when you're 50, my allusion to that was simply to show that even the world thinks it's idiotic not to do that. 
my point wasn't that's the best thing to do with your money. Right. So let me make the real point about risk. While you might have to lose your life in the process, there is one kind of investing that is foolproof. Its dividends are absolutely certain and greater than any dividends in the universe. Here's the way Jesus put it. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. I don't care where. Bank, dirt, mattress, stock market. Don't don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal and stock markets go bearish. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there, where your heart be. Now, how do you do that? That's foolproof investment. How do you do that? And here's the way Paul puts it in, or the way Jesus puts it in, uh, I'll get to Paul in a minute, in Luke twelve thirty three: Sell your possessions and give to the needy and thus Provide for yourselves money bags that do not grow old and treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. Sell your possessions and give. Be generous. Or here's the way Paul puts it now in 1 Timothy 6.18. Tell the rich in this world not to set their hope on uncertain riches, but to do good and be rich in good works, to be generous, ready to share, and thus store up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they can take hold of life, which is real life. So I would say that the main emphasis in the financial life of a Christian should not be on how to minimize risk and not be on how to minimize risk and maximize gain in the stock market, but rather on how to maximize eternal gain by maximizing generosity for the sake of causes that glorify God and rescue sinners from suffering, especially eternal suffering. Hmm. But Preston asks another question. How can we trust that the investment industry is not also a system of evil in the same way that sports gambling is? And as far as I know, you can't. You can know that. But that's true of every dollar you spend in the marketplace. Any grocery store may be running a racket when you get your groceries. Any gas station you fill up at may be ripping off your customers with machines that are set false. Any clothing chain may exploit foreign workers where you get your shirt. Any company you invest in may support causes you deplore. I would say the rule is do the diligence you can before you invest, and never invest in what you know is evil. But any thought that none of our spending and none of our investing will be misused by others is totally naive. But you're not responsible for all that somebody might do to misuse your money, any more than a salt manufacturer is responsible for high blood pressure. Thank you, Pastor John, and thank you for the follow-up question, Preston, who uh, was referring there to an episode we recorded in October, episode number 1269, titled, Is It Sinful to Gamble on Fantasy Sports? You can find that episode in our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash John.
I'm your host, Tony Ranke, and we will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast with longtime author and pastor John Piper. We'll see you then.